Ashamed to carry the public, then you can imagine what you can do to it in the secret. To make it will just be dead and gathering dust. So want to reach it again. Please and please again. And if you are coming, we don't have an Vincent's issue now. It is Jesus speaking to the Holy Father. And all over the world today, 1.6 billion Catholics are celebrating the exaltation of the word of God and a practical demonstration of our faith in it, and having a copy of it, not in your phone, not in your iPad. A copy of it. I just read out to you the recommendation was given how Bible should be bought, and given to people. I know that since we began in this center here, no less than 50 or 60 Bibles have been bought in this place. Because I'm done always blessing them, blessing them, blessing them. So, that is not going to be an issue for us. We will have our Bibles, beautiful ones. I want to encourage those who have uh, you know, cherished the place of the Bible in their lives, and they have even 
spend good money. Don't buy good work, you know. Wear package with the, you know, leather seat. Not only cars have leather seat. Why buy those who that carry leather seats? Okay. You know, cars with leather seats, you pay more when they are buying them. Uh, they are buying the shoes, you buy leather shoes. Go and buy leather now. You invest in it. So I'm going to look at it to be happy that yes, I spend my money to buy this. And then by the Spirit of God, we are going to have a passion to start going to read it. So I'm say, Father, I've read it, but I don't understand. Just keep reading first. From the time we were young and we were eating food, did you understand how the food was? No. You just kept eating. If you don't eat, I remember myself. If you don't eat, your mother will hold you, put your legs at the back here, and hold you, and put her hand, and pour them put on your mouth and tap you of the, as you open your mouth the food enter. Eat it first. When it enters here, we know what to do. Okay? And sometimes you are sick uh, as an adult, you see yourself losing appetite. And they will tell you, eat, 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 eat. He said, don't eat first. Because if you don't eat, you will degenerate. The word of God is powerful. The word of God is powerful. The Bible says, I've exalted my word above my name. Even God himself. Even God himself. Even who? God himself. Can I hear you? God himself. God himself. In the College of the Trinity has said what? I have exalted my own word above. Even myself, I will be my word. No wonder when Jesus came here, in the context of the battle of life, Jesus was saying, it is written. Himself too was making reference to what is written. He is God. Even in contesting with Satan, he didn't even use his office as God, as the creator of Satan, to say, I am dry up like a fish now. No. Uh, if you lose this wisdom, you will go far. <coughs> yes, if you lose this wisdom, you will go far. It is written. It is written. It is written. What is written? That was only the thing that Jesus engaged, and Satan was disarmed. Even sometimes the Pharisees and the scribes and all those who hate Jesus will confront him and will tell them, Haven't you read? Haven't you read? He said, You err because you don't know the scriptures. You err because you don't know the scriptures. Then he said, How shall the young remain sinless? What's the cure for the derailment of the young in the society? Why are they used all derailing and getting into all kinds of perversity and depravity? Why are they used caught up in the, in the agenda of uh, decadence in the society? They say because they lack the word of God. How can the young remain sinless? He said, only through your word. He said, because of the abundance of your word in my heart, I cannot sin. That's the antidote to rebellion. For God to even heal his people of their sicknesses and infirmities, he said, he said his word, Psalm 109, he sent his word to heal them and to deliver them from destruction. So it has a healing capacity, it has a deliverance capacity. There is a a supernatural dimension of the word of God that has a bit to impact us positively and practically on this earth. That word 
crystallized and took flesh and dwelled among us. So he's living in us now, the living world. This book is a spiritual book. It's not an ordinary book. This book is a spiritual book. It's not an ordinary book. Don't joke with it. Proverbs 13, 13 says, He who despises the world shall dwell among the dead. <laughs> so you are alive on earth day, but as you are moving with all the, the guardians around you, you are already considered to be among the dead. No one ever say, allow the dead to bury their dead. Have you seen a dead person bury the dead? They are alive, but as far as Christ was concerned, they are dead people. Allow the dead to bury their dead. Absence of God's word in your heart makes you a dead man. You are really a dead person. You will be alive in the eyes of men, but as far as God is concerned, you are in the realm of heaven. They can't capture you again. You have entered the land of oblivion. Just want to give a little, you know, overview of what the word of God is before we just reflect on the readings of today. Why God is so passionate about sending His prophet take my words to them again? Because that's the only hope they have. The word of God is power. The Bible says in the beginning, the earth was formless and void. In those days, when the post lasted, one priest, I don't know where he's still alive now, Father Achimazu, who was taking the scriptures, he says it's Tohuabo. <laughs> Meaning a, a massive, a, a, a big mass that was, had no life in it. And darkness covers the earth. And the waters. And God said, let there be. God said, let there be. God said, let there be. From Genesis chapter 1, from chapter verse 2, down to verse 29. It was at 28 and 29. God saw. His word recreated the to who are both of the world. His word has power to recreate. Hebrews 1 says he sustains this universe by the word of his power. The word of his power. Not the power of his word. You know, that's different. The word of his power and the power of his word. So the earth today, as I seen it, is being sustained by the word of his power. Everything created is sustained by the word. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 1, from verse 1, it says, In time past, God spoke to us through the prophets. He kept bringing the word to us. You can imagine if God was not bringing his word, where the word would be today. But in the last days, he didn't send the prophets with his word. The word himself took flesh and said, Yes, I've been the one sending them. 
Everyone was sending Isaiah, Jeremiah, and Ezekiel. But now I've come down myself. I need to do this business myself. And that word, to flesh. And now he's dwelling among us. What is he doing with me in, in our midst? Praise the Lord. Amen. What is that word doing in our midst now? Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? We said, I know yesterday I was trying to make a little, um, you know, bring, bring about one religious thing we do. Uh, and they want to flesh and we all do like this <laughs> and bread among us. And I was asking, why do we do that? Hmm? Tell me now, I want to hold you very well, you know, two eyes now. Tell me, why do we kneel down and they want to flesh and bread among us? Why do we do that? We <clears throat> want to talk. Oh yeah, you do it now. Wait, wait, wait. You do it. Yes. You do it a lot, right? Yes. Some people want to fall, up, fall on the ground. Why do you do it? Yes. To show the again. Someone like this. I don't know what I like to. They are clean their face. Oh yeah, go ahead. <coughs> We surrender to the world that lives within us. We submit to it totally. Listen to yourself. Yes? Between the world and God, and we kind of show respect to God, you know. Okay. Kind of believing in the world. Believe in the world. Yeah. Okay. You are all very correct. Yeah? You are all very correct. You see, he said, the world dwells among us. They want to flesh and dwell among us, and you do like this. When you come into the church before the sacrament, what do you do also? That is why St. Augustine, many years ago, he come to his cathedral, there's a very big, massive scroll of the Bible. You have the altar of the world and the altar of the Eucharist. Sometimes they will exhaust the Eucharistic bread, and then the altar of the world will be there. People say, ah, Bishop, you say, ah. The word is the just is there. And people will come to the world as if they are coming to the sacrament. But you know, there's a, 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 a serious, you know, what I call it, uh, who, have, who have destroyed that. A typical Catholic person cannot connect, in the current generation, cannot connect the world and the Eucharist together. Many believe the Eucharist. Ah, they are like this, but God is not the Bible. No, no, no. It is God who told us that many conceived Jesus first in the womb of our memory through the word of God before Jesus was crystallized in her bodily womb. That's the process that the word of God takes the ascendancy in the life Tell the Bible, get a Bible. Love the Bible. We are saying it. Tell the Bible, get a Bible. Love the Bible. Cherish the Bible. Know the Bible. Talk with the Bible. Fight with the Bible. Shut around with the Bible. Shut around with the Bible. Everywhere. Everywhere. By fire, by force. By fire, by force. 
prophet, you get it? I can see your face. I like that. If you go home, tell mom, you can buy you a good bike, yeah? Your own. You think you could write your name on it. If you buy a year one, don't take a good one, eh? You can put it like this. We are praying, you can put it like this. Even you too. Yeah, you. I give you to go and hold your mommy's hand. Say, Mommy, if I say she'll buy me a good bike. Yeah? <laughs> Look at how good at the mom. You know? Parents, encourage your children in the Bible. Okay? Encourage your children. Make the Bible a traditional, spiritual, praying book. Everybody should have a copy. Dominate your life with the word of God. You are blessed at the center here because uh, we have tried to drill that continually. Even with all the resistance, we continue. Eh? We continue. <laughs> Some say, ah, we are getting time for when? <laughs> Me, I've been a, a, a man of scriptures no, for many years. For many years. I found my vocation in the scriptures. I've been sustained by the scriptures. God has ministered to me severally from the scriptures. I can't do without it. I can't. It has become a, a point where we have crossed it. We have crossed a boundary where to return is, is impossible. Are we blessed? Yes. Say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So this is what the church is celebrating today. And to also lay emphasis on it, go to your house where you have your altar, create a special place, buy a good Bible, put it there. Put it there. We are spiritual beings. We are, we are carriers of God. We are carriers of God. He has dwelt among you. He is with you. You need to understand him, who is inside of you. And the only way to understand him is through this. This is the book that takes you in and discovers a God inside of you. The Bible says, who, those who do know their God, shall be what? They shall be strong. But those who are ignorant of their God shall be weak. And become victims of circumstances. But those who do know their God, they shall be strong. They shall do what? Exploit. They can engage the power of the presence of God in their hearts, in their day-to-day -day activity. When sadness comes, there's a cushion of God's presence that pushes them, pushes those things off from them. They understand that the joy of the Lord is their strength. The peace of God will guide them in their heart. The Bible calls it the unspeakable joy, the unspeakable peace. Peace beyond human understanding. Can you imagine that? Your understanding lacks the capacity to host the peace of God that will dominate your heart when you know the God inside of you. When God is your heart, you have the proper right judgment for things. Amen. Amen. Up today. The word of the Lord came to Jonah. That's the word again. 
Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and proclaim to it the message that I tell you. So Jonah arose and went to Nineveh, according to the word of the Lord. Now, Nineveh was an exceedingly great city like Lagos. Three days' journey to the breath. Jonah began to go into the city again, going a day's journey. And he cried, Yet, forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. And the people of Nineveh believed the word of God in the mouth of Jonah. From the king down to the last person to the animals, they believed the word. That's the next step we need to engage in our lives. We must come to a point, come make a decision and a choice to begin to believe the word of God the way it is. You believe with your heart, not with your head. Your head will tell you A, but the word will tell you to go right, to go B. You don't say, ah, it's not consistent with my head. No, 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 no. You don't believe with your head, you believe with your heart. Your heart is your spirit. There are many things that I know my head argues against what I have in my heart. Many things. There are days you say, Master, you are holding the Eucharist. You say, but your head goes, Are you sure this you are doing is correct? <laughs> your head will not flash it. This you are doing, are you really sure? I'll say, Shut up. You don't know anything. You're a small boy. The father is here. How can a, 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 a child be questioning the father? The heart is the father of the entire system. Yes, big man. Because the brain cannot articulate. How can you say this is bad? And this is my body. And we will believe it. There are no evidence for the senses to conceptualize what is going on. But the heart believes it. The heart has contact with it. Amen. So they believe God. We need to believe God. We need to believe the word of God. You don't believe with your head, I say you believe with your heart. You believe with your heart. May we receive grace in our hearts to be able to believe God's word all the time in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Anybody who is having difficulty battling with believing what God says, anyone who is still finding it difficult to assimilate and accept the standard, the integrity, the power of the word of God, may grace come upon you today. That as the, as the entire church celebrates the place of the word of God, we shall receive a new impetus of grace that will help us believe the word of God so that our lives can be positioned in the direction the word of God you know, gives and you know, instructs in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So the, the Bible says they believe the word of God in the mouth of Jonah. On account of that belief, because when you believe, it will be translated. Belief is an inside you know, job that has taken place. No one can see it. I say, I believe, I believe, yes. But now that I believe, I must put what I believe into action. That's why the completion of belief is action, called faith. Faith is the translation of what you believe into action. So when you say you have faith, it means you are acting out your belief. You don't sit down and say, I have faith. The disciples with Jesus on the, on the, on the sea, while he was sleeping, the boat, and then there was turbulence, there was wind. We know the story very well. Amen. They said, they said, battling with it. With all the concerns, ah, the master is in the boat. And they went and said, Master, don't you care? We're perishing. 
and he rose from there and stretched out his hand. Oh, wind, calmness, water, peace. And he said, in the very before, everything just went flat. Then he told him and said, Where is your belief? That's what he said? What he said? Why did you act your faith? Release your faith. Act it. Act it. So faith is belief in action. What did I say again? Many of us believe so much. I believe in one God. We believe, 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 believe. But to act what we believe that is in our heart, we're afraid. The end product of your believing is your action. The more you act, the more you empower your belief. I'm giving credence to your belief. Say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Can you imagine? As we are sharing this word of God, some people are sleeping. Can you imagine where they are? Can you imagine? Not even people are very young blood. Can you imagine? We are, we are going to bring shadows very soon. <laughs> if you sleep, we will gas your mouth and lose. <laughs> so look right, look left. Anybody who is see that is uh, just do have your hand like this. There will be a supernatural eh, pipe that will connect your hand to put shelters in that person's mouth. Can't come and sleep. Come on. Say come on. Come on. <laughs> Okay, they're awake now, they're awake now. <laughs> I'll help you. So you act your, your belief. Act your belief. Act your belief. So when God speaks his word, you receive it, you acknowledge it, you receive it, it becomes belief in your heart. On account of what you have received, you will now translate it to action. That action part of it is called faith. That's the power of belief released to the atmosphere of your life. The woman, the woman with the issue of blood, she said, if only I can touch the hem of his garment. After she heard about Jesus, she believed in Jesus. And she now went and said, if only I can what? Touch the hem of his garment. And she touched and she didn't want to look and check anything. She, she believed in her heart. Touching him is enough. And she went. The Bible says, the power of God, when she pursued Christ and touched Christ, when she was going, the power of God pursued her. And she found that she was made whole. And she wanted to sneak away. And Jesus stopped and said, someone has touched me. Amen. Amen. And the woman came as Christ insisted, who touched me? And she said, I just said to the woman, your faith. So the dynamic power of your belief is your faith. Many are engaging their belief in their daily life, expecting this to happen. No, 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 no. What brings about the change of story is the action of your belief. On account, I believe I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. So it means you are being prepared by what you believe. 
That's how God wants to network us to himself. So that he can be our God and we shall become his people. Eh? We shall become what? He will be our God and we become his people. Through his word our belief and the action of faith, the supernatural will make manifest in our life. Wow. What a beauty. You can see how God gives their spirit to you know, be with us. And they believed the words of Jonah. Okay? And they did what? They proclaimed a fast on account of what they did. They said, no, we must respond to this call. They declared a fast from the king down to all the, everybody in that city. Even the animals. They said, we're not going to feed the animals to tell God we're sorry. From the greatest of them to the least of them. The Bible says, when God saw what they believed. <laughs> Look at your list of me. Look at the minister. What did he say there? When God saw what they believed. When God saw what they believed. Eh? What did they do? They acted what? So what did God saw, what did God see in what they did? God saw their faith. What God is looking for is faith. So when God saw what they did, how they turned from their evil ways, God repented of the evil they wanted to do. You can turn the hand of God. Praise the Lord. You can. You can. You can. You can. Very powerful. We can turn the hand of God. God, he said, ah, we can turn. We can turn his hand by turning ourselves. You see? They turned from their evil ways. They fasted. When God saw their faith, the hand of God that was already lifted. I'm sure heaven has concluded judgment upon Nineveh. And we're waiting for the last trumpet to blow. And then who knows? Fire and brimstone, or Easter and thunder and lightning. We do not come in. But immediately God says, stop! They have warned us. They have defeated us. They are smarter than us. And then immediately what happened? There was calmness. Mm. And so Nineveh was saved and sanitized because of that. Are you getting wisdom? Yes. Are you getting wisdom? Yes. Say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So we must be poised beyond measure to do what? To release ourselves to be ready to hear from God. And believe his word and act our faith. So let us be like the son who said, Oh Lord, make me know your way. So anytime you carry the Bible, just say, Oh Lord, make me know your way. Because his ways are written here. Oh Lord, make me know your way. Look at the testimony of David. He said, Oh Lord, make me know your way. Teach me your path. Guide me in your truth. What's the truth of God? The word of God. And teach me, for you are, my, you are the God of my salvation. What a testimony. Remember your compassion, O Lord, and your merciful love, for they are from of old. In your merciful love, remember me because of your goodness. He guides the humble in the right judgment. To the humble, he teaches his way. Say, O Lord, o Lord, teach me your way. Teach me your ways. Guide me your paths. Guide me your paths. Grant me 
Say, grant me, grant me a consistent spirit. A consistent spirit. And a righteous heart. And a righteous heart. So Christ our Lord. Amen. Paul, who was a man of the word of God. Oh, Paul, this only was something else. He had to leave the to the point where when the word of God took flesh in him, he even ate up his his whole his whole idea of living a life on earth here. He also encapsulized with the presence of the living one in him that he gave up marriage. Yes. He gave up marriage. He gave up the things of he said, I can't all this has lost because something has happened to me. I can't go back again. That's for you. You know, say, I mean, brethren, the appointed time has grown very short. From now on, let those who have wives live as though they have none. <laughs> those who mourn as though they were nothing to mourn for again. Those who rejoice as though they were those who rejoice. And those who buy as though they have no boost. And those who deal with the world as though they have nothing to deal with. Why? For the form of this world they are seeing today is passing away. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Tell wake up, 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 wake up. Paul has seen something. Fire! He's no longer on this room any longer. All these distractions who are taking his realities, they don't need their shadows. He says it's passing away. So stop working for food that perishes. Oh, this is reflection. Work for food and endure towards eternal life. That's wisdom. Wisdom that transcends this age. He said the wisdom of this world is coming to naught. For the wisdom of God endures forever. It goes beyond the normal here. You are blessed to be connected to that wisdom. And that wisdom will work in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. The hand of God is upon you. He's taking you there. He's the good shepherd. He said, I'm going to pay a place for you. If it was not so, I would have told you. But when I go, I'll prepare a place, and I'll come back, and I'll come and hold you, and I will take you so that where I am, you will be also. Wow. I don't joke with that, though. That has inspired me severally. And I tell myself, my hand is ever ready, waiting for him. Anytime he's coming, Lord, my hand is here. Come and hold me and take me to that place. <laughs> so beautiful, so beautiful, so beautiful. And so that's why Jesus is spoiled your measure. He is busy inviting everybody. Come to me, come. You call your name, you call your name, you call He's calling everybody. Look at the point in the north today. Paul Peter, call Andrew. Hey, come and follow me. Leave that thing. Yeah, waste your time there. You're still looking for what to satisfy you. Hey, come and follow me. Come and follow me. Hey, 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 hey. I was calling them. And they were leaving. You see. When the God of your creation calls you, you will see the nonentity of life. If you hear his voice, if he calls you, if he says, hey, come, something dawns on you, such that all the things you cherish now will drop. You will now see the true essence of life. You are ready to die for it. May that be your counter in the name of Jesus Christ. Many are still arguing because they have not heard his voice yet. They are still subsidiary to the voices of the things of this world. I was in school. Then my statistics. That voice came. Hey, I was arguing. I thought I could argue. One week, two weeks, three weeks, one month, two months. I didn't know when I packed my load from school and left. That 
voice will suck you out from where you are. To pull you out by force, by fire. The voice of God strips the forest bed, the Bible says. If you hear that voice, you can't recover. You may struggle. You will frustrate everything around you. If that boy visits you on a business account, you will just leave your business. Go to the monasteries. You see many professors, men and women of integrity society who heard his voice and they left everything and went into the, into the, into the monasteries. There was this lady, single lady, so beautiful, working in the petroleum industry, so rich, that voice catapulted you know, itself to her. She caught that voice. She left everything. When she came, and then she started her, her, her training program, they took her to her cell. What they call the rooms they give the school cell. They give a small room, small bed, small tables, everything is much more. No fan, no AC. Papa ground, no marble for anything. It's a normal plaster ground. As she entered, she said the first one more. She couldn't just believe how can she can be in a place where there's no fan, no AC. Ordinary flaw. But because that voice is stronger than her desires, she couldn't do anything. She has to yield to the voice of God. Praise the Lord. Amen. And she's watching stronger and stronger now. When Jesus, when she saw her first vision of heaven, she said, Oh, Father. I count all this as rubbish. They are rubbish. What is this? What is marble floor? What is padded vehicles? What are my makeups for? Father, when I saw there, something ate up my soul. I cannot but yield to it. I wish it can even take me now. Can you imagine? Somebody who has been in a sumptuous environment. The voice of God is the voice of thunder. He stripped the forest bare. Who can resist his voice? No one. We are blessed to always be guided by that voice. He speaks to us. He said, when I'm a sheep, you hear my voice. I know them and they know me. You're not here on your own. That voice is working in you every day. It grows from strength to strength. There were things in the past that you didn't want to give up, but the voice kept impressing on you to give up from glory to glory. From glory to glory. You are moving. You are moving. So my argument, you have your head now that you don't want to. Ah, no, 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 no. Very soon, the voice will increase again. You will lose the argument. <laughs> but you are completely encapsulated by the voice of God. You will now live in Him and He lives in you. No wonder He said in John chapter 5, verse 24. If my word abides in you and you believe the one who has sent me, Three great things happen in your life. Number one, you say you have eternal life. The very life of God is now deposited in your spirit. You become deified. You become a deity. You are deified by the presence of God. Number two, you say you are passed from death to life. So it means the principle of death and all the things about death that is happening in this world and causing havoc and destruction. You have passed that realm. When they come, they cannot have access to you because you possess now a superior principle of life. That is a principle upon your life. Say amen to that. Amen. Then he says, no more judgment because you are a child of God already. Judgment has been lifted because you have received the righteousness of God. You have received the life of God. No father will kill his own son because he bears his DNA. Can you imagine that? 
This is so great in the word of God. And that's who we are. And then everything is culminated with the Eucharist. Very soon, we will finish with the Eucharist. And Jesus will make people abandoned for his children again. Like a breastfeeding mother who feeds her children with her very blood, with her very water, with a very nutrient that is secreted in her system. The children will suffer from it. And they say that it has a lot of power in it. And the child does not suffer from the breath of the mother. The child will suffer some brutality with regards to development, both of the mind and of the uh, side and of their body. So if a, a child sucks from the mother for six months, he builds a very strong what? Antibody, immunity against the anti-life forces. So if on the human level that happens, how much more when it will go? So they are only for six months, are only for yeah. Are you blessed? Yes. Say so thank you, Jesus. Thank you. So come to the Eucharist like a baby sucking from the mother. They are sucking life. Jesus said, I live because of my father. And you, you live because of me. So he will go feed us again with the very substance of his body and blood. With the very substance of his deity. We are sucking from him. We are feeding on his blood. We are feeding on his body that is higher than our own. There is a supernatural strength we receive. Don't joke with it. Don't joke with it. Cherish two greatest things in your journey at the time of God. Cherish the Bible. Cherish the Eucharist. What did I say? Cherish the Bible. Cherish the Eucharist. Value the Bible. Value the Eucharist. What did I say? Value the Bible. Value the Eucharist. Okay. 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 Let's put your hand together for Jesus.